नमस्कार स्वागतम आशा है कि सब ठीक ठाक है और एटलीस्ट आई होप दिस पॉडकास्ट फाइंड यू द गुड हैप्पी स्पेस यानी कि इन दी स्ट्रेसफुल अनसर्टेन कोविड टाइम्स आई होप सब कुशल मंगल है एंड यू कोपिंग वेल ओह द बेस्ट दैट यू कैन कोप इन दिस सर्कमस्टांसिस अब आप सबसे बहुत दिनों के बाद मुलाकात हो रही है बट कह रहे बेटर लेट द नेवर और एज दे से देर आई दुरुस्त आए वॉट आई यू होपिंग टू स्टैंड फॉर इलेक्शन और Are we addressing the auntie G's today? Auntie G's, have you been uh, going through my internet search history by any chance? Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We are partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters, and everything else in between. And this week we are talking about. Um, Well, some of the big stories from around the world. Essentially, uh, if you look at entertainment, then we can see now how everyone's trying to develop a long-term strategy of um, coping with COVID times, looking at lockdown as something that's here to stay. And that's what they're saying that COVID times—it's going to be a long time. We're looking at least six months a year before things, can, even a chance of things going back to normal. Yeah, and so I think everybody is strategizing and looking at how they can. uh adapt cope. adapt how they can uh, still continue to do what they're doing without losing too many people without changing the the entire essence of what entertainment once meant and we're looking strictly at the entertainment industry here and why i find it interesting is because while here in the uk cineworld has shut down so many uh, you know all their branches suddenly in india from the 15th of october they are going to start opening cinemas but you know Filmmakers have been talking about whether or not that's going to be even feasible. If you're running a theater at fifty percent capacity, you mean you have to have a space between every seat. You have to have a space between every seat. Food cannot be served to your uh, seats. You have to. That is one of the highlights of Indian cinema. Yeah, like, where the guy can... walks down with the chane, chane ka naam. No, that's the train. That's not a movie hall. Samosa. Uh, that's... Oh, sorry. Do they have Ben and Jerry's and uh, Haagen Dazs? No, that's theater. That's not cinema, and that's not India. You're very. F- But, uh, yeah, but um, yeah. So th- they're saying that you know, it cuts both ways. While the Indian government is very keen to open cinemas and get people back in uh, cinemas in a safe environment, filmmakers are saying that big budget films that have spent crores, it's not going to be wi- viable for them to uh, exhibit their films in a theater, which is going to only be, at best. So why not show it on a, um, on digital on a OTT platform? On OTT, because they've now I'm sure going forward that's what they will do. But some of the films that are you know waiting to be released, they've been made on such humongous budgets. There's no way OTT is ever going to. This is where I get confused. Don't they get paid their money by? Uh, you know, Netflix and all pay them huge amounts of money to but show not it. As, but it's not going to be as big as box office takings. That's what they say. That you know, when Kunal Khemu released Loot Case, which turned out to be a huge hit on one of these OTT platforms, Kunal Khemu, you know, very f- flippantly said that, "Oh, if this was a theatrical release, this would easily be a hundred crore film." And people said that you know, this is what you cannot gauge when a film comes out on. On uh, an OTT platform, because you don't have box office numbers. You I say the word OTT over yeah. the top. I think that's what it's called. That's what it's called in India, at least. But it's digital platform. Digital yeah. platforms, and so I think it's not just films opening to theaters that are going to be packed only um, uh, to a certain degree, but even restaurants, gigs. What's happening to live gigs? People are here or in India. We don't hear. It's totally redundant, right? It's now. completely gone, right? Yeah. So that's been that's taken the hardest hit, I think. uh theaters and li- well 
talking about uh, Great Britain, United Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, Exchequer said loosely, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, mm. that um, arts, maybe people in the arts might have to retrain. Yeah. To do something a bit more viable. And I think that really got people wound up very yeah. badly because art, you know, actors and all were saying that this is all we know, this is all we've done all our lives. What do you want us to do? Become come baristas? On, come on, they've all waited tables. You but, know? but saying that there's no hospitality. There's, there's no, no hospitality There's no way to wait tables yeah. for either. And there, there's only so many people who are there to stack our shelves in the supermarkets, which is, of course, they're frontline heroes and they've done it through the pandemic. But it's not that everybody in the arts can suddenly start doing these jobs that they never and they're expecting that for every job at the supermarket for every one job there's going to be like 60 70 people applying mm. so that's going to be which very is just hard. another job application in india which just maybe yeah what, what would you do if you had to retrain. Uh, retrain and do something else other than what you do now you mean if you if i had to go back to what i did my degree and all in i uh, see that's the the 50 the catch 22 kind of thing that um I'd go and work in hotels. Mm. Uh, I did hotel management, but uh, the hospitality trade yeah. is on its deathbed at the moment here. Is it something you think you can pick up very easily? Do you still have a passion for it? Do you think you can? Can I do silver oh, service? Can I? Can I, I serve? Yeah. Can I make beds? You I, know, you know, I doubt could, it very much. You know, we had, train, we had to train everything. Yeah. From uh, waiting from tables. Being, from waiting tables to being a chambermaid, mm. to running front of house, mm. to doing the accounts. Silver service. Civil service was waiting. Yeah, well, if your last 20 years are anything to go by, you'll have to retrain, is what I will say. Um, I was thinking, yeah, I have a degree, I have a master's in political science, but I think I'll be hopeless at anything to do with politics because I really but haven't I, kept politics up. Politics is so interesting at the moment. You've got the wonderful Trump-Biden thing in America. Yeah. You've got Indian politics, which is amazing. And then you've got, in England, the... Um, Brexit and everything else. The Johnson, Keir Starmer thing. Yeah, and Brexit, of course, and which Brexit, is going yes. to determine the future so, of. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, I've I love. So you want to go back science. to your political days? No, I don't think so because I never and ever a, had be a, a political commentator. Maybe no, because I never ever had a career which uh, had anything to do with my degree. I got into broadcasting before I finished my masters, and that's all I've done for the last. 25 years. But you know what I would like to do? I think I would like to work in the hospitality industry, as you're saying. The I, hospitality industry, which doesn't exist at which the Which doesn't exist. But you know, I'm, it is my dream to have a little stall, either in Camden Town or in Borough Market, and make a little bit of homemade food and authentic Indian food and serve up a curry and, you know, nothing very fancy. You, you're but telling me about... Um, I would love do, to do at that. At the start of this podcast, you're telling me about doing um, a bhasha, doing a bhashan for... For uh, Auntie G's. Huh. Huh? And, so, and you want to just basically make a char now. I want to make a char, yes. And sell it in Bada Market? Or s- oh, I if Nigella I- Lawson makes it, it's okay. You know, suddenly everybody's into pickling and uh, Jamie Oliver says it's very trendy or Otto Lenghi says, you know, oh, put a bit of sumac and put a not Rishi sumac, sumac or this and that. But if I say, uh, let's make a char, what, it becomes an Auntie G thing. Why don't you go to Instagram first and make it or something? Yeah, that's it. So food is something that interests me a lot. Writing is something, but I write on very specific things. Uh, I would love to write on food as well. I think that would be a dream um, 
alternate career for me. I would also, I also was a researcher for Limca Book of Records in India for a bit before, uh, at the same time that I was on radio, I think, when you were Which, young, for, when you are multitasking. Uh, for anyone in England is the, the Indian equivalent of the Guinness Book of Records. Yes. So what happened? You had to go and measure the tallest man, no. the fattest. We had to compile, because there are people from the length and breadth of India who would send in their records and they would say that this is what I've done. This is what. So we were trained to kind of look at channels and see to how to authenticate the ones it's that fasc- we thought fascinating would. like some guy rings up and says that i can burp 300 times while jumping backwards yeah. so you'd say okay why don't you me, come in let me just come in my clipboard no of and course see you not. do it it's uh, it's uh, even more interesting than that actually but uh, yeah i think that's something digging up stories talking to people as long as there are people involved as long as there are people involved I, I would hate to sit at a desk and be on my own or sit with my laptop in one corner and work no matter how much money it makes me that can never be my kind of job I'm a very people's person and that's what excites me about broadcasting as well. So if I had to retrain, anything that puts me in touch with people and allows me to either serve them good food or take them on a tour and tell them about the history of a place, uh, even acting. I know that the irony is that all these careers have taken a massive hit thanks to COVID. But I'm just thinking of alternate professions for myself which wouldn't feel which wouldn't feel like drudgery you know which I would still do with we actually, immense pleasure we, uh, we have a few friends who from broadcasting yeah moved on to acting yes quite successful there are a lot of people who you know look at radio as the stepping stone to television and then onwards to Bollywood of course yeah. we have so many friends who've done that and then we've got an equal number of friends who've kind of stayed uh, on radio like we have you know and I have I know you've kind of done bits and bobs here and there, many things. Um, so, yeah, I think the retraining is a tough one. And and it it's not for everyone. You know, there are people who, who, who can kind many, of many people not say, imagine doing it. I can't it. retrain. This is all I've ever done. Yeah, yeah. You know, and these COVID times have actually thrown up lots of very interesting things. If you look at how uh, suddenly in Bollywood here, I'm talking exclusively about Bollywood, how digital has come up in a big way because it's the it's the only thing that's been that's not closed closed down because of COVID nineteen. In so fact, there's, there's a lot of talent which is gravitating su- to the subscribers have increased increase, manifold. Yeah, so a lot of good talent, good stories, big stars, established names, they're all gravitating to digital. And on the other hand, you have stories like, you know, Ali Fazal, who, who who's, I wouldn't call him A-list Bollywood just yet, but I think he could be days away from becoming the new Bollywood A-list. Um, he's been, you know, he, he was in Victoria and Abdul. He was, he, he is going to be in the death, in Death on the Nile. And he's done are his... You, are you t- giving me your Bollywood knowledge? I am. Well, well, how about if I throw back at you? Isn't he going out with Richard Chadda? Yeah, he is going out with Richard Chadda, yes. And he is going to be headlining a Hollywood film, which is written by one of the guys who wrote American Sniper. And I think that's going to be absolutely massive because he says that, you know, we get cast as an extra or the token Asian in many films, but to actually shoulder the responsibility of... He's going to star in it. He's going to star in it. And so I think that has kind of also, it should be a big story in Bollywood. Right now it isn't because there's too many other things going on. But that's another interesting development, I think. And um, Ali Fazal actually brings me, Death on the Nile brings me to something rather interesting we were watching on uh, television. Ali Fazal first brings you to Death on the Nile. Death on the Nile, yeah. And then? Weren't we talking about Agatha Christie, Death on the Nile? What were we talking about the other day, which we thought was 
fairly interesting. Oh, that um, it's a hundred years yeah. since the first Poirot novel came out. Hmm. I think Mysterious Affair at Styles. Hmm. So she wrote that in um, 1920. And uh, he's probably, look, look how successful Poirot yeah. is. What do you Agatha think Christie? it is about Agatha Christie's stories that have made her a hit around the world? I know that for people like my mum, my grandmother, they're huge fans of Agatha Christie. We imagine because life in England to be the way she portrayed life in yeah, England. Yeah, because I saw the documentary. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it um, showed up many things. That's the fact that in the end, Poirot usually gets everyone in a room. Yeah. And says, and you know, everyone could be, a, everyone is a suspect. Mm. It could be anyone. And that's kind of, all the programs you see, all the mystery dramas you see, hmm. they've carried that forward. Yeah. Yeah. But she's been a huge inspiration. She's been a huge inspiration, you know. For all, all the suspects are follow. in one room kind of thing. Yeah. But there was also somebody who said that, there, uh, maybe not in this documentary, that Agatha Christie stories follow a set pattern. If you've read enough, you will know that it'll always you know, end up being either an illegitimate child that nobody knew existed or somebody who went to war and then kind of disappeared and then they've come back and no one knows the connections or it's an upstairs, downstairs connect or, as you're saying, a room full of people at the end. All of them have a motive. So it could be one or many. But um, I think it is... The brilliance of her writing lies not only in the plot but also in the way she described... Uh, but a lot of, a, life no, in England. No, no, but a lot of it is real life as well. She actually did travel on the Orient Express. Yeah. She did go to And she disappeared for a, for a few days That was one of the life, biggest right? mysteries. I think in, mm. um, I can't remember now when it was in the documentary. I think it was 1926. Mm. For about 10 days, yeah. she was gone. And then she came back suddenly. Mm. She can't remember anything about it. Or she re refused to talk about talk it. Talk about it. it. Mm. So everyone's saying, what happened? Yeah. I think more than Sherlock Holmes, more than... Uh, a, 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 anyone else uh, her description of what rural England was like what life in a typical English village was like what was it called Mary St. Mead uh, yeah St. Mary's Mead St. Mary's Mead that was Miss Marple Miss Marple um, is something that people all around the world kind of fell in love with those who hadn't travelled to uh, you know England that is how we imagined England to be Tell me, have any of these books been made into uh, Bollywood movies? I think so. I know there's one Manoj Kumar, one Gumnam was, uh, and then there were none. That I know. But I'm sure there must have been. There must have been many, many stories, thrillers, which were inspired by Christian novels. But Gumnam was meant to be, um, and then there were none. Even, um, that's where I feel a little, you know, sad about those kind of films not being made anymore. I think Bollywood of the 60s and 70s had some of the best thrillers from the black and white era. Whether they were original stories or whether they were, you know, copied from one novel or the other. Uh, that kind of simple yet beautifully shot mystery is completely missing. Now, you, know, you know, I remember on Indian TV, hmm. they'd obviously got the license. Yeah. Uh, uh, they did an Indian Colombo hmm. with, a, with a woman. Oh, yeah. Anita. I can't uh, remember. Uh, now, but uh, she, she was from Bunyad. Uh, I she? completely forget her name now. She was the mother in Bunyad. And she, she played basically. She it was it was Columbo stories. Yeah. And uh, I, don't I think know, that was I, an I official did, collaboration. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she turned around and said, uh, "Just one more thing." I can't remember. Yeah. If she did and that. did she wear a shabby raincoat? I can't remember now. Hmm. But you're right. I, f I completely forget her surname now. Anita. Uh, uh, but yeah, that was that was done for Indian television. Uh, I'd say Google it, but unfortunately we're recording it on my phone. Yes. And <laughs> you can't. Yeah. Sp speaking of, uh, speaking of, and then there were none being adopted, uh, being adapted to Gumnam. 
um, there's another book. This is what from is, the 60s, 70s. This is from the 60s, I think. 60. Black and White. Oh, I Manoj Kumar. Um, another book which is being adapted right now, coming back to the present now, that I'm hugely excited about is Priyanka Chopra uh, oh, yes. playing the main role in uh, not her memoir. Oh, I'm talking her, about oh. the White Tiger. Eleven oh, years after acting in a book that has been yeah, written. eleven years after Arvind Arigas Booker winning prize novel. I remember, yes. The White Tiger. They're finally adapting it to Netflix. They've um, made it on a humongous budget, and many people are saying it's that an Indian Indian movie, mm, American movie. No, it's it's set in India. The story is no, set I in know India, but it's an American I'm, production. Oh, that's what I'm asking. And they're saying that she is. I think there's Rajkumar Rao in it as well. And those who've seen the previews, because it's made already, they're saying that she's definitely going to be nominated in one category or the other whether it's best supporting actress or best actress when it comes to the big oscar nominations this year because anyway people are very keen to have be more inclusive have asians southeast asians you know in uh, across these categories now that people are talking about representation and all of that so priyanka is hotly tipped to be nominated for uh ervin dariga's novel which which i think is quite exciting You know, uh, talking of uh, novels being turned into films, that reminds me that um, uh, that famous novel Shantaram yeah. is, is come, turning into a web series with Amitabh Bachchan. That's right. Gregory David Roberts's That's, Shantaram. I couldn't remember his name. He's Australian, wasn't he? He's Australian. He? I don't know why story. he has a... It's not even a double barrel name. It's just a long name, right? I'm not sure. And he's... Um, that was the book to go to about 10 years, was it yeah, 10, 15 10, years 15 ago? 10, 15 years ago. Everyone we knew was reading this. And I think it's set in Mumbai. And now they've announced that Amitabh Bachchan um, is going to be in the web series. I'm not sure if it's you know, a... there's another version as well in development with yeah. uh, Johnny Depp. And Mira Nair. Is it Mira Nair? It is Mira Nair, yes. So this should be exciting. So we don't know if it's going to be an original web film, because that happens as well, or whether it's going to be a long series. But uh, yeah, that's exciting news for Bachchan. Yeah, Amitabh Bachchan had a birthday this weekend. He had a birthday this he? weekend. 78. 78. He's 78. And then some fantastic stories coming out. Uh, people already know this, but uh, articles on how Zanjir was the film that was the turning point in Amitabh Bachchan's oh, yeah. life. Oh, the angry young man. The angry is, young man. Was that Vijay? Uh, it is Vijay, yeah. And it was a Prakash Mehra film. And wonderful behind-the-scenes uh, trivia, you know, on Zanjir. For instance, uh, let's see if you know any of this. The fact that he wasn't the first choice for this role at all. Amitabh Bachchan had had a string of flops and apparently he'd promised himself that if this film doesn't work, I'm going to pack my bags and go back to Allahabad uh, because, you know, I'm simply not cut out to be an actor. So first it went to Rajesh Khanna, the biggest star of the time. And uh, Rajesh, no, not Rajesh Khanna, Dharmendra. Oh, Dharmendra, who was yes, the biggest star even at the time a big, as well. Yeah. So first it went to Dharmendra. Dharmendra kept dilly-dallying over it. Uh, Javed Akhtar says that Dharmendra had the rights to the story as well. So somehow they got the rights. Then it went to Jani, Jaku, Jaku, Rajkumar. Rajkumar. Yes. And the funny thing is, this was being made by Prakash Mehra, right? Rajkumar, they said the reason why Rajkumar turned it down was because A, he didn't like the smell of Prakash Mehra's hair oil. And he apparently was disgusted by it. Jani, ye hai. Yeah, something like that. And Raj Kumar didn't just, you know, say no right away. He said to him that I'm shooting in Madras at the time, Chennai now. So come to Madras and make the film. And Prakash Mehra put his foot down and said, Bombay is where I'm making it. Then there's another story that says Devanand was offered Zanjeer. I can't imagine any of these people in Amitabh Bachchan's world, but Devanand uh, offered this. And this is confirmed because when Devanand brought out his m memoir in 2007, uh, rumor has it that Jaya Bachchan was one of the guests, obviously. She went up on stage and she said to him, thank you so much for giving up Zanjeer. 
you know, somehow I can't imagine Dev Anand uh, playing the angry young man. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> He's too busy flicking his hair. Yeah, he he would be the you know happy, jovial young man. Not so young man, maybe at the time. But angry young man, absolutely not. So it worked out well for everyone involved. Not only did it, was it a fresh new chapter in Amitabh Bachchan's life? It completely steered Bollywood films in a new direction because up until then it was all the you know Rajesh Khanna type chocolate heroes, Devan and Rajesh Khanna were hugely popular. They were very good, no doubt. But it was time for change, and they said that Amitabh Bachchan's angry young persona was actually a reflection of what the Indian youth was feeling at the time. They were extremely disenfranchised. Is a new word that I learned recently. Extremely. Um, this movie is what early seventies, seventy one, seventy three, something like that. Um, no, I think it's late seventies. No, no, it's late seventies. No, it's one of his early movies. Early, is it? Yes, way before. Shole but this was the movies. time, you know, when the uh, the the mills were shutting down in Mumbai. There was a lot of unrest, so people were really not happy with either the state or the state of law and order so they said he was the embodiment of what the average indian was feeling at the time that is why it clicked it came at the right time uh you know you you said uh, janjeer i said zanjeer zanjeer yes but you know you, you just look at me you i know always, where you're going with this you, you said ja for many yeah. things which i don't say ja yeah that's uh, not like, my fault that's no, yours I, it's my fault totally yes but i'm saying like i say it's just you know things are coming back to me now that i say when i say socks mm. i say moza I was you just like, going to say I say socks as well. You say you say moja. Yeah. When I say. So that's because in Bengali we say moja. Oh, when when I want to have some sabzi. Not to be confused with moja hi moja. Moja hi moja. When uh, I want to have some sabzi. Ah. Uh, you say would you like some sabzi? No, I don't say sabzi. Okay, in Bengali again it's shobji, but I don't say sabzi. And and I know I know you're going to talk about zira next. I was. Is it zira or is it jira? I think the zuri is out on that. It's a very big jury out on yeah, that. It's yeah. still out on that. Nobody knows. We can say both. No, but I read somewhere, but then again, as you're saying, we don't know. Is it like in England it's uh, scones or scones? It is like. That. It depends where you're from and how posh you are. How posh you are because some well, someone mentioned this actually and said that those in Uttar Pradesh people who want to feel like they're from an extremely cultured background, they say zira, not knowing that the actual pronunciation is jira. Then again, I'm just saying what I read. I don't know if that's right, but so um, so when you go to the zoo, do you see a zebra or a zebra? <laughs> Keep quiet. Okay, I think it's time to wind up now. Till next time. Manish Z, let's go. Bye bye now. Bye.